a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Behind-the-scenes experience in Washington and around the world. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome back to an extended version of Inside Sources today. We'll go all the way till the bottom of the hour, 1.30, so don't go anywhere. Stay in your car, fire up your KSL News Radio app, or get us on uh, the web. And a uh, lot more ground to cover. Uh, great first half hour of the show, we had Luz Escavilla as uh, one of our mayoral candidates on uh, sharing her vision uh, where she wants to take the city of Salt Lake City. Uh, also had a great interview with uh, David Drucker from the Washington Examiner looking at tonight's first round of uh, Democratic debates for President of the United States. So that will be a fascinating uh, thing to look at. And uh, as always, I think the one thing for everyone to keep in mind, uh, and David alluded to this uh, a little bit, and that is this idea of differentiation. Uh, here, Here's the principle. Uh, in the face of overwhelming similarity, and a lot of these candidates are very similar, in the face of overwhelming similarity, even slight differences are going to be perceived as more valuable and more compelling. Uh, and David made a great case uh, that all of these candidates, if nothing else, they need to be compelling. They need to be interesting. Uh, they don't need to have the mega social media moment, uh, but they need to have a moment where they look strong, where they look passionate, where they look compelling, where people can visualize them being in a real race for the White House. Uh, and so that will be one that we're going to uh, continue to monitor and watch here as we go throughout the day and throughout the evening and on into tomorrow. And again, round two will happen tomorrow night. Uh, so a lot of ground to cover uh, on the Democratic side of the House over the next 24 hours, uh, 36 hours, I guess, to be accurate, uh, as, as things really kick into into full gear. And then remember, the second round of debates are in Detroit uh, at the end of July. So that will be a fascinating second round as well. Uh, but I want to get to one of the the critical news stories of the day, uh, and that is uh, the the issue surrounding this photo of a father and daughter uh, who had passed away trying to cross the Rio Grande into the United States. Uh, it's a visual that a lot of newsrooms, I think, struggled with uh, for a little bit to decide: do is this is this an image that we show? Uh, we tend to show almost everything now. Uh, between the internet and and uh, cable TV, there's there's very few things that we don't show anymore. But I think a lot struggled with this one to say, "Wow, this is that, that that's a tough photo, a really tough photo." Uh, but to me, the question about the photo is is this, and we're writing about this uh, as an editorial board in the Deseret News, and that is as you as you evaluate that photo, what does it do? Does it 
does it galvanize or does it weaponize a really tragic issue and a really tragic story? That's the question. If the photo and the image compels us to act, if it galvanizes our resolve as citizens of the greatest nation on earth that has always been a beacon of hope and freedom to the world, if it galvanizes us to act and do what needs to be done, then that's that's a good a good use of a tragic situation. If all it does is weaponize the political debate, if it just exacerbates the wedge issues, the fundraising that is just nauseating and endless on both sides of the aisle, uh, then then this is not moving anything forward. So I want to play a couple of clips uh, just to give you some perspective in terms of where our so-called leaders in Washington are going both sides of the aisle. Uh, let's start with uh, Senator uh, Ron Johnson from Wisconsin, great state of Wisconsin. Uh, and he is the head of uh, the Committee on Homeland Security in the United States Senate. Here's what he had to say about the image today. I don't want to see another picture like that on the U.S. border. I hope that picture alone will catalyze this Congress, this Senate, this committee to do something. All right. I, I love that sentiment. I love that sentiment. Ron Johnson is a business guy who came to Washington to solve problems and to get things done. Uh, and for him to say it's time for this Congress, this committee, this country uh, to properly deal with the, the crisis at the border. Uh, let's let's get on with it. I don't care what political party you're in or not in or who you're for or who you're against. This is an issue that is an American issue. And, and let's deal with it. Uh, Now let's go to the floor of the United States Senate. Uh, Minority Leader Chuck Schumer, uh, who brought in a very large uh, version of this photo of this uh, deceased father and daughter. Uh, And here's what Chuck Schumer had to say today. The president's actions at the border are a whirlwind of incompetence leading to pictures like this. We've got to change our policies. So President Trump... If you want to know the real reason there's chaos at the border, look in the mirror. The president continues to blame Democrats, but the real problem is the president. All right. So to me, that takes us nowhere. Uh, Chuck Schumer uh, blaming President Trump for the death of this father and daughter uh, trying to cross the Rio Grande, uh, I think is is wrong and unbecoming on the floor of the United States Senate. That is not how business gets done. That is not legislative issues. That is not moving the debate forward. Uh, That is pointing fingers, placing blame. uh, And to do that, I think, is absolutely wrong and shows a lack of leadership. Now, the president didn't show any leadership either. Uh, Here's what President Trump had to say before he boarded uh, the uh, helicopter to get ready to head off to the G20 summit uh, over in Japan spoke with Nancy Pelosi and we had a good conversation having to do with the the bill, humanitarian aid at the border for the children, mostly. And uh, we are moving along very well with a bipartisan bill in the Senate. Uh, spoke with Mitch, spoke to a lot of people. We're doing very well. Uh, it's very far along and I believe the House is going to also be getting together with the Senate. Hopefully they can get something done. All right, so we Again, the president didn't do anything. Either. He just turned it around and flipped it on to Nancy Pelosi and that this is the Democrats' fault. It's their it's their problem for not getting this done. 
Uh, and so I think both Minority Leader Chuck Schumer and the president are both wrong on this one. I, I think Ron Johnson, senator from Wisconsin, got it right in the Department of Homeland Security Committee hearing today in the Senate uh, where he says this this is it. It's time for this Congress, this committee, uh, this Washington to solve this problem. And that's going to be a policy issue. And as I have said numerous times on this show in the past, I'm convinced most of this could be solved in an afternoon because everybody agrees. Everybody agrees on the changes that need to be made. And and maybe it's a little more here or a little less there, uh, but compromise is completely in sight uh, when it comes to the border and when it comes to our immigration policy. But the problem is, is we have far too many people in Washington who would rather have the wedge issue that they can run a political campaign off of or raise political money off of than they are building a bridge that would actually solve the problem and prevent the kinds of tragedies uh, that that image uh, captured this morning. Uh, and to me, that's the problem. That is that is everything that is broken in Washington, D.C. Everything that's broken comes down to the fact that people would rather have a political wedge issue than they would build a bridge to solve a problem. And we've got to get beyond that. And we have to expect more as citizens. We got to do this different uh, if we're really going to move the nation forward. Uh, so again, we we encourage everyone in Congress. Uh, one, let's let's get the short term thing fixed. Uh, the House has passed a bill. The Senate's passing a bill. Uh, let's get that to conference if we need to, or get one or the other through, uh, and get the the emergency funds taken care of and move that part of the crisis forward. And then let's not stop there, because one thing Washington is really good at is it's solving the immediate political problem, the political problem, not the real problem. And we have to get to the underlying problem. Uh, It'll be interesting to see what the Democrat uh, candidates uh, for president say tonight about this issue. Many of them are in the United States Senate, a couple in the House. Uh, What will they say and how would they vote? And are they are they willing and are they ready to solve this problem or do they want this problem to fester until 2020 uh, and see what happens in the presidential race and uh, who ends up controlling the House and the Senate uh, moving into 2021? Those are the tests. Those are the challenges. And as I said before, we have got to expect more, not less uh, out of people in Washington, D.C., All right. When we come back, we will round out our extended version of Inside Sources. We're going to talk about the selfie problem in the country and what it takes to actually capture a moment uh, or really experience a moment. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. We'll be right back.